Hi, everybody. Before we get into this episode, I had to let you know, like I'm literally bursting at the seams, that on March 13th, Scouts Agency is launching something major. We have been working on this for months, all with the intention to serve your business expansion and catapult your brand awareness. Now, If you want to have first access at our early bird pricing plus access to bonuses, sign up on our waitlist at scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. There will be limited spots available, so if you've been ready to go from the plateaued business owner to the visible visionary, you're going to want first access. Again, that's scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. S-C-O-U-T-S-A-G-E-N-C-Y dot com slash waitlist to sign up for first access. I'm bursting at the seams and I know I have to keep this a secret for just a couple weeks longer, so cannot wait. Okay, let's get into the episode. Have you ever said to yourself, this is just for now? All the while you're daydreaming about a different life circumstance that you'll one day courageously capture? Hi loves, I'm Scout, and every time I hear someone tell me that their job, career, relationship, life circumstance is quote-unquote good for now, my mind goes insane as I frantically try to pull the true meaning out of them and figure out actionable steps to achieve what they envision in their head. This idea of setting a better standard for your life is what this podcast is all about. Let's do this. Hello, everybody. This is Scout. Um, Welcome. Welcome to my podcast. If you are new, um, I am Scout Sobel. I am the co-host of OKSIS podcast, as well as the founder of Scout's Agency, which is a women's PR agency that specializes in traditional media as well as podcast PR. Um, I guess a little bit more about me is that I live with bipolar disorder, and um, I had my first depressive episode when I was 14. I am almost 29 in two weeks, actually, I'll be 29. And so I have sort of lived through a lot of different trials and tribulations when it comes to mental health, mental emotions, feelings, the human experience. And um, I was once super unable to function or hold a job or an internship or any sort of responsibility. And I stand before you here, happily married, um, running a multiple six-figure business, hosting a top-rated podcast, And today I am actually working on a book proposal because I am getting ready to start sending some things out to get a lit agent, uh, which I am super excited about. And I wanted to share that first here with you guys because I feel like everyone that listens to this podcast is so aligned um, with me, with my messaging, and we kind of all have similar fulfillment, um, fulfillment expectations, which is that we're looking to navigate our mental health and our mental emotions and our landscape of feelings in order to find more purpose and fulfillment in this world. So I have been working on that. Uh, It has to be 60 to 100 pages, which is insane. And right now I'm at the point where I am mapping out all the chapters as well as what each chapter um, sort of uh, uh, discusses and touches upon. And so while I can't yet speak of the theme of the book or the messaging of the book, hint, hint, it is in the mental health and emotional wellness sphere, um, I do want to bring you guys along on the journey as I walk down this path because it is quite daunting, um, but super exciting. And as always, I'm saying fuck you fear and going for this because writing a book has been 
definitely a goal and dream of mine since I was 14 years old. Um, I've been writing ever since I figured out how. Um, I've been reading constantly. I studied literature in college. And so having a book of my own published would be such a dream. Not would be such a dream. Will be the dream come true for me. Careful what your words say. Um, So that is something that I am currently working on today. And I kind of just wanted to stop and hop on here, take a little break. It's a very creative day for me. And hop on here and kind of get more in touch with the lessons that I've learned living with bipolar disorder as well as kind of talk to you guys about something else I've been thinking about. So I have been super, super focused this year in not outsourcing my root chakra. So for those of you that don't know what the root chakra is or the chakra system, the chakra system, and I'm not an expert in chakras, so I apologize if this is not super eloquently described, but the chakra system is essentially bundles of energy that run from the crown of your head down to your spine. Um, And each energy bundle represents a different emotional capability, um, whether it's like, for example, the root chakra, which I've been kind of working on because that's been the one that has been so out of balance in my life. The root chakra deals with physical security. So it's very much about being in this world. Um, You know, if you are having financial issues, your root chakra might be hitting a nerve and might be exposed and need some healing. For me, my root chakra was always like a fucking fresh wound with salt water poured onto it because I did not believe that I was physically safe in this world living with a mental illness. And let me kind of expand on that. I did not feel as if I could physically get through life living with a mental illness. Therefore, I felt as if my life was always physically on a survival level in danger. I didn't know when a depressive episode would hit. I didn't know when I would hear a voice in my head. I didn't know when I would become catatonic. I didn't know when I when anxiety would just overwhelm me. I was always in this constant fear and therefore my root chakra was just chaotic and it was open and it wasn't compact and holding my body and my spiritual self together. I did outsource my root chakra to many individuals in my life. I outsourced it mostly to my husband, to my father, and to my mother. And what that looked like was that anytime I felt anxious or depressed or when I was super overwhelmed, I would call them and text them. And what that told myself was that I couldn't handle my emotions on my own. I needed an outside source to help bring me back to balance, to help balance out that root chakra. And when my dad would say, come over and stay with me for a few days or come here for the afternoon, my root chakra chakra would sigh and say, oh, finally, someone's holding this together with some sort of glue. The problem with that is that one, it's highly unfair to those that you are outsourcing to because then the mission in their life becomes keeping you together. And at the end of the day, we are all responsible for our emotions and are all responsible for our healing. And two, it was showing me and, and subconsciously telling myself that I was weak and I could not hold myself. And therefore, I needed external people, external services, external tools to help hold myself together. And that kind of promoted the limiting belief of I am not safe. And so this year, I have taken an insanely super specific, very zoomed in look and to this limiting belief that I'm not safe, as well as healing my root chakra, and then working on holding my root chakra and strengthening it for myself. So this looks very different depending on the day, and it also has a little bit of a different expression depending on the situation, but 
Now, for example, this year I've been moving through a lot of depression and anxiety, as I believe most of the world is with COVID-19, with, you know, the social and racial injustice issues that are coming to the forefront. It has been a year of internal seeking and a lot of purging of toxicity. So, and a lot of fear. So, Now, living in this, before I would get super depressed and anxious and totally panic. My mind would run a million miles an hour and say, not this again. Nope, I can't handle this. It's going to ruin my life. It's going to take my business away. It's going to ruin my marriage. I cannot, I am not equipped and I cannot handle this in this lifetime. Please go away. I'm going to destroy or distract, self-destruct. And now, after working with my coach, Amy Natalie, um, who I highly recommend um, and has changed my life, I am able in those moments of depression, anxiety, discomfort, or pain, I'm able to sit with myself really and really connect to my root chakra and bring everything inward and find that inner strength that is not dependent on things that live outside of my energetic field. And in doing so, I am able to say in those moments of adversity, I got you. You're safe. You have felt this so many times and it has passed so many times and you have survived every time. You got this. You are strong. Do you need me to list off your accomplishments? Because I will. Do you need me to send you love? Because I will. And then maybe I'll go for a walk or I'll journal or I'll have a hot cup of water with lemon or I'll do some tapping, which is um, something new my coach just showed me and is amazing. Or I'll meditate or I'll take a little nap. You know, I listen to myself and give it, give myself what I need in that moment, but also tell myself that I'm going to get through this and freaking out and flailing your hands around and your arms around and screaming SOS and getting all chaotic is not the answer and it's not an option anymore. So I know that what I just said is a super accelerated version of the growth that I've been able to accumulate, but what does it really mean to find power within yourself and to find strength within yourself? A lot of the times the way the brain works is that it needs evidence and proof that that it is possible, right? So there's a few ways you can do this. I know it's really hard and I know you probably don't do this, but you need to start highlighting the good things you've done in this world, the good things you've done for yourself and the times you've persevered. Having an evidence checklist of I did this, I did this, I did this will show your brain, oh yeah, remember when we got through that? Remember when we survived that and not only survived that but became a better person? Then your brain can truly confidently tell you when you are in a mid-chaos or discomfort, yeah, we've been here and we've done this before, so we're just going to ride it out real quick and be good at the other end. For me, a lot of it is I have been depressed since I'm 14 and I'm still here. I have been 5150'd and I'm still here. I have been through outpatient twice and I'm still here. I have cried so hard not knowing if my life was going to continue and I'm still here. Every challenge, my parents got divorced, I'm still here. Um, Every challenge that life has thrown my way, every emotional feeling that I have felt that is uncomfortable, I have survived and moved on with and I'm now using that discomfort that I once felt to fuel my entrepreneurial dreams, to write this book, to host this podcast, to have a healthy relationship with my husband. So I have to provide my brain with evidence of the fact that I'm a fucking warrior, of evidence of where I've won. And then if I'm feeling unworthy, then I have, well, I represented Kat Sadler. I represent Rebecca Minkoff, getting her as a guest on podcasts. I represent Bala Bengals. I grew my company to a multiple six-figure by the second year. And by the first year, it was six figures. 
I host OKSIS podcast with my sister, which is a very successful podcast. I live in my dream apartment. I have two beautiful Pomeranians. I am financially stable and abundant. And I'm married to the man of my dreams. Sometimes we forget all that. And sometimes when we're sitting in uncomfortable situations, we can only zoom in on that. But as Sarah Blondin says, life becomes, and this is totally paraphrasing, but life becomes what you choose to zoom in on. So in these moments where you feel unworthy or unstable or that you can't get through it, bring out the checklist. And maybe you have to physically write this down one day and keep it in your back pocket so that when these moments do arise, you can whip it out and say, oh yeah, I did all that. Oh yeah, I I, I've persevered that much. Or, oh yeah, I got through that challenge before and here's how it enriched my life. I can't wait for this challenge to enrich my life as well. It's really all about framing that perspective. And once you become super attuned with yourself and feel really strong and extract the beautiful, strong accomplishments that you've been able to make here on earth, on this planet, within the life that you were given, is the moment that you're going to be able to look discomfort in the face and say, thank you for visiting and I will ride this wave out but I'm good. I've done this before. I'll do it again. Once you develop that inner confidence, which might take some time to accumulate, you might have to journal every single day for months saying, I am strong. And these are, this, these are the evidence. This is the things I've done. This is what I'm proud of myself for. Don't ever be humble in this process because Humility in this humility is one thing, but being humble in this process is not going to get you anywhere. It's going to keep you playing small. And I promise we're here to play big. So when I need to pull out my deck of cards, I make myself sound like I'm the fucking best person on this planet because in my mind, I am. I don't want to be anyone else. I want to be me because I rock. You know, sometimes it sucks, but I'm pretty awesome. Not pretty awesome. I am awesome. And once you get to that point where you're so confident in your root chakra and it's stabilized and foundational and you know if you fall, you get to catch you, not your spouse, not your best friend, not your parents, not your sibling, but you have the capability to catch yourself. You know, we talk about financial freedom, right? We talk about being financially independent. We talk about being independent with your career or not depending on a man to have money, all this stuff. But what about being emotionally independent? And that doesn't mean that you can't have a support system. You should have a support system. Everyone needs one, whether that's a hotline crisis or a therapist or a friend. But what if we got to the point in our lives that we were emotionally independent, which is where I'm standing right now. I'm an emotionally independent. My root chakra is intact. Sometimes, you know, a crack comes through and water leaks out and then I just got to tape it right back up together. But I am emotionally independent. And guess what that's done to my family? They've been able to breathe. My husband's not so scared that I'm going to totally lose it because I was scared, so he was scared. I was telling him I can't do this, so he thought I couldn't do this. That's a terrible narrative to fuel, to to give yourself, to, to say out loud. So with all of this, I have been able to come back home to myself, to understand where my root chakra lies, to strengthen it, to strengthen my belief in myself and know that No one, my healing journey and my emotional state is not anybody's responsibility, but mine and God's. Let me say it again. Your emotional state and healing journey is not anybody's responsibility, but yours. So once you start showing up for yourself, instead of saying, well, this person needs to show up for me for me to feel better, that's when your root chakra gets strong. That's when you build confidence in yourself. 
that's when you start to love yourself and know that no matter what life throws at you, oh, you got you. Like you're sure you're there, right? Like you have committed 100% fully to yourself. You have married yourself in front of God, in front of the universe, in front of the laws of fucking physics. I don't know, but you have married yourself and you will show up for you whenever you need. So, whew, I didn't know where I was going to go with that one today, but there we go. I hope this inspires you all to take a deeper look into the relationship with yourself. And while we spend so many time, so much time cultivating relationships in our lives that are external, the internal relationship is really what's going to allow you to show up in this world more free, more authentic, more abundant, more prosperous, and more magnetic. So get that emotional intelligence, get that emotional independence on, strengthen your root chakra because I promise you it's a beautiful, beautiful feeling and just believe in yourself, you know? And now that we have gone through that and I can breathe and have a sip of my wine, um, I do not post regularly on this podcast. I post whenever I feel like it, when inspiration comes up. I am committed to posting a lot more regularly. I kind of want to start posting twice a week. So I'm um, really focusing on that because I want to cultivate these messages and, and speak to you and speak to myself, guys. Like I really do a lot of this for myself, but you can start to expect more regular episodes, not on a specific day, but definitely potentially two a week, which I think will be really fun. And I also posted on my Instagram at Scout Sobel, um, a poll of my Instagram stories of if you guys wanted guests on this podcast. And while I think the beauty of this podcast for me specifically is that it is solo episodes. Um, I think I do want to start bringing on like one guest a month just to have further expansion in my viewpoint perspective, as well as provide you with different energy to tackle these complicated yet beautiful, beautiful topics of human emotion and of the human experience. So if you have anybody that you specifically want on the podcast, shoot me a DM at Scout Sobel and I will check them out and see if we can make it happen. And of course, if you love this podcast and find any sort of value, I would super appreciate a five-star rating as well as a review. Um, It really helps more than you know, and it also lifts my spirits. So I hope you have a wonderful day and I will talk to you soon.